This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Okay, it's Scott, but you're not going to hear from me in this episode because... I'm taking some of our HTYC advice and I'm stepping away from work and this time for an entire month to be able to spend time with my family and unplug. So I'm not going to be on this episode. I am leaving you in great hands of the Happen to Your Career team. I know you're going to love it. Hey, Cindy. What's going on? How are you? I'm good. How are you? It's Friday. I know. I'm doing amazing. Also, we're doing a bonus episode today for everybody. We are doing a bonus episode today. I'm really, really excited about what we're going to chat about today. So what are we going to talk about today, friend? Yeah, I know this is something that you and I connect on quite a bit. So that's why I was really excited to kind of chat with you about it because it's way more fun than just talking to myself about it. But I was thinking about when it's time to make career change and you are someone who like you or I does not have a college degree, right? Or you are thinking about changing careers and you're wondering, do I need to go back and get a different degree or another degree, right? Yep. So this is something that I hear a lot from folks. Oh, and yeah. I know that I have experience with it. I know you have experience with it. Mm-hmm. So I thought we could kind of just Talk to the folks who might be feeling that way, right? Because I think a lot of people feel that way. So absolutely. I know for you, you've made some pretty amazing career choices for yourself. You've created some really amazing roles for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess talk to me about the last time when you were, you were in a role and you were like, okay, I got to get out of this role. I know I have to make a change. Did the thought of not having a degree, did that come into your mind when you were thinking about switching careers? That thought has come into mind as I was switching probably between my last five or six careers, because Mm -hmm. I had worked my way up out of low level administrative work, doctor's offices and other places in customer service into applying for roles that all said you must have a bachelor's degree. And you know how we get when we see it on there and we get disheartened and I'm like, okay, I just spent 20 minutes filling this out and I don't feel qualified. So should I even be applying for this job? It says I need a bachelor's. I didn't go to school. I, my life went on a whole different direct trajectory after high school. So you know, that, that wasn't an opportunity for me. So it always was a thing in my face because people will throw that out there, whether they care or not. Sometimes they don't care if you really do have a degree. So I always just, uh, put all my best stuff out there on the application, crossed my fingers and hit that submit button and just thought, fake it till you make it. Right. 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 Well, and I think too, you brought up a really great point because A lot of folks who are able to have really great careers, they've done it through the hustle, right? Mm -hmm. They, especially when we're young, we have the stamina to do the hustle. You know, I came up in 
uh, a sales environment. Now I am a two-time college dropout, uh, which I am not ashamed to say. I I, I dropped out from <laughs> college twice. Wasn't my thing, but you know, worked my way up through sales roles into more coaching and training, and then more leadership and management. And as I started to want to make move make moves, you know, it would always be that point, like you said, when you're looking at the the application, you're looking at the job posting and it's like bachelor degree required. And you're thinking, man, I bachelor degree, I've done this, you know, probably got the chops, right? Right. Yeah. So I think sometimes it, it, it hinders us in that way. And for a lot of the folks that I talk to, if they want to make a move out of their industry, they get really nervous about doing that and asking the question, do I need to get a different degree? Do I need to start over? Do I need to get a master's degree? that sort of thing. And I, Absolutely. yeah, I, I guess what I want folks to know is you can still make career change. I, I think that's like the whole point of this conversation that I want to have with you, right? Is, we are living proof. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go back to school. I think that one of the, the things is remembering that you did all this work to get to where you are. You've learned Absolutely. and you've grown. College was not my thing. But I would consider myself to be a lifelong learner. If there's oh, something I'm sure. curious about, I'm going to try to find out everything I can about it, right? So I think that being a learner and having a degree don't necessarily have to be the same thing. I think the the really good bits are what you're bringing to the table as, as a team member, right? Right. I feel like... If you use your other powers, so to speak, yeah, having an awesome resume, if you're going into a traditional company that wants to see that, some of us don't care. We don't care about resumes at HTYC. We care about <laughs> yeah. what, can, but, what you can do and what you can bring to the table. But I felt like for me, the, the points that moved me forward, having never gone to college, was I was building my skills. And I was building a variety of skills. This is why I never say it's not my job. That's not my job because it's skill building. So I started building skills over a couple of different areas, uh, different types of companies, different industries. And then I felt like I had an awesome resume and those things without that little check mark of the degree would usually get me an interview. And if I could get an interview, I could get a job. So (laughs) to me, eventually I realized that 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 little button, attach your d- diploma here or tell us where you went to college on those applications didn't so much matter to me. So it was yeah. like getting over the fear of I'm not qualified, but no, I really was qualified. So yeah. that, you know, that was what helped me with my trajectory. Yeah. I love that point. One of the things that I felt like when I was going through career change was I would do the, I, okay. So I call this the spray and pray method, right? Everybody's done the spray and pray method where you're looking for a job and you're like, I'm just going to send my resume everywhere. I'm going to cross my fingers and I'm going to pray that something that's like even half good comes back at me. Right. Just paper the country with your right? resume. Yes. Just spray and pray, spray and pray. And I started to notice that there were certain roles in certain types of industries where I had the chops, man, like hardcore, but I wasn't even getting an interview. And I'm Mm -hmm. saying as you, I feel like if I could get the interview, you know, I feel like I can, I can win them over. They can kind of see who I am, but I felt like I was fighting the algorithm, right? I felt like there's something that's not Mm -hmm. hitting. 
when it's coming to this. And, you know, my assumption, I don't know if I'm right or wrong. I don't know the algorithms of the resume, you know, world, but I, I was asking myself, is it that little button that I didn't click with the degree? Sometimes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So, and I know oftentimes uh, when I'm talking to folks, they'll say, I don't know why I didn't even get an interview. I didn't even get an interview. So I'm going to, there's a pro tip, right? Because as the world changes, we have to do things to make us stand out and to make Absolutely. us different, right? So one of the things that we we have clients do is have actual conversations with people, right? Oh, yeah. So if you can build a relationship with somebody at an organization and you can talk to them and get to know them and they can get to know you, you're doing two things, right? You are validating whether or not you actually want to work for this organization anyway. Because how many times have you applied for a role at an organization? You don't know anything about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So this also gives you an opportunity to vet this organization in a sense before they're able to vet you, which is kind Absolutely. of kind of powerful. And you're doing the thing that not everybody else is doing because everybody else is spraying and praying. You're actually doing something to make you different. Now, when we're doing relationship building, you're not sending some of your resume in or like, hey, hey, bro, want to have a combo? Like, here's my resume. No, you're just talking to a normal person like a normal person, right? So I almost feel like the, the resume part can be an afterthought. Right. I remember applying for this job at a large worldwide corporation. They made, made car parts. And I knew they were going to have a lot of applicants because it was a good paying job yeah. for an HR assistant. And I had been an HR assistant before in a smaller capacity, and I really wanted this role. I had dug into what the company was about, and I wasn't getting a call for the interview. And I thought, oh, it's that degree. It's got to be they want somebody with a degree in their front office because this is like a serious place of business, right? So I dug in and figured out who was leaving that role. They they still had her face on the website. Her number was there. I called her. And she was a mature lady who was retiring after some 43 years at the company. So first, that's my first green flag. That's like, if you, yeah, can, right? if you can work in the same office <laughs> for 43 years, I want to work in that place. Like, it must be cool. And so, you know, in calling her and, and asking her a few questions about uh, the company and letting her know that I applied, but I hadn't heard back. And I'm sure they had a lot of qualified employees, but that I really wanted to work there. And so we built that relationship a little bit and she transferred me to her boss by the nice. end of the phone call. Nice. And so here I am speaking with the HR manager, you know, for this, this particular corporate location. <laughs> and I was given, I was granted an interview. And if I had just sprayed and prayed, <laughs> then I never would have heard yeah. back and I would have missed an opportunity that actually led me to grow into my next role. So when I left that company and went to the university and worked in the engineering department, which was a huge, huge step up, I had built even more skills. And I had also learned how to get that next role, even without the degree. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. See, you you maneuver your way mm-hmm. in the way that works best for you. you sell so, yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. I, and that brings up another point. Like that brings up another point I was thinking as you were talking, right? Is I know Scott and I had a conversation about this and like, I'm always real talk. I'm always keep it real, whatever. And, you know, I had told him that for me, I am the type of person because I don't have a college degree 
that I really want to be an expert in whatever it is Mm -hmm. that, you know, I'm a part of. I feel that responsibility because I don't have that piece of paper that validates me, right? I have to validate myself through my work and through my efforts. And that's that, you know, that's limiting beliefs. That's like stuff I have to overcome myself. But a lot of us feel that way. So I think first step, if you are a person who is thinking about making a change and you don't have a degree or you are thinking you've got to get another degree, the, the, I think the first step is recognizing that you are awesome and amazing just as you are, right? Mm-hmm. That you have so, like, you have a lot to give just as you sit right now. And we have to get over that instantaneous doubt of, I'm not going to go for this because I don't think I'm, because I feel like there's a sense of worth tied to it. And we we have to break that mindset. You have to break that mindset of I'm not, it's not, I'm not worth doing this because I don't have this. I think that I feel like people who have a degree that I know, people that I personally know or have worked with who already have a degree and it's in their field and they want to move out of that field enough far enough that it feels uncomfortable and they think, man, I should go back to school and pay 20 grand more just to get, you know, an add-on or another little degree or whatever. And, but if they really sat down and they looked at their skills and they looked at what they've done in the world and they, they could, they could make that transition without going back to school. Now, if you, you know, if you have a degree in hospitality, you probably can't be a doctor. We understand that yeah. like, there's yeah. some gaps that are just a little too big to bridge. But if you're just trying to pivot to another industry where a lot of your skills, if you sit down and look, probably apply, a lot of your experiences probably yeah. apply, you may not have to go back to school. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think in the reverse, what I see, because obviously in my role, I'm talking to a lot of people. So I'm looking mm-hmm. at their trajectory. Where did you start? Where did you end up? And the number of people who got a degree in one thing and accidentally ended up somewhere way far off from that. People do it on accident and become unhappy all the time. Why couldn't you do that and be happy? Go in the other direction. It's like, wait, wait, you have a degree in, you know, music theory, but you work at a bank. Tell me how that happened. How did that happen? Right. You're unhappy at the bank. So let's, let's let's work out how that happened for you. So the other thing too is, because you mentioned skills, right? And skills are great, but I think skills are maybe something that kind of hold us back as folks who don't have degrees, because mm-hmm. we also think, cause like, okay, here goes Cindy, you know, I want to be an expert in the thing, right? So me being an expert means that I'm, I'm worthy of being here in this spot. Yeah. So, you know, what, what if I want to go someplace else? I only have these skills. So mm-hmm. I think taking your skills and figuring out what are my strengths that make me really good at these skills is going to be key too, right? So for every skill that you have, every skill that you're really great at, there's likely a strength behind that. Now, caveat, because we all know this, we all have skills that we don't want to do, right? And just because we can, doesn't mean that we should. So I think what I would tell folks is focus on your strengths and what makes you really good at those skills and how can Mm -hmm. you use those strengths to transfer into another industry if that's what you're looking to do, right? So focus on the things that make you add value because that's what people want. So 
Forget about the limiting beliefs. We're always talking about that, right? I think that that's just going to be a conversation that never ends is just ending those limiting beliefs. And I think limiting beliefs show up for different people in different ways. And I know making career change is scary no matter what. And when you don't have a degree or when you have the thought of, oh man, I'm going to have to go back and get another degree, it makes it even scarier. I think that once you can figure out how to have the mindset of, I am awesome. Look at what I have done without a degree to this point, to whatever point you are in your life, you've gotten there without a degree or without getting another degree. And you have to find your self-confidence so that you can go hit that submit button on any job because you want the job, because that's a job that you feel is an ideal role for you, because it's a company that you love, or if it's people that you've built relationships with and you realize this is where I want to work, you have to get out of your own way. And that is what I think for me has been super helpful. I started out really timid. I'll apply for this job. I'm not qualified. And I have somebody over here telling me, but you're really good at the things they need. Why yeah. wouldn't you why wouldn't you do that? That's work that you love. And once you do that three or four times in your career, I've made a lot of career changes. So I've gotten really good at just hitting that smash that mm-hmm. submit button because they would be lucky to have me. Mm-hmm. No bachelor's degree, no master's degree. I am still a huge asset. So I think that that's one of the things that we just stand in our own way. And yeah. then we have to like push, push ourselves out of the way so that we can move forward. Yeah. So we have some, we have some resources, right? We always have resources, Kate. We're always, we're always just giving away the give good. Them the freebies. We're always That's giving right. away the good, you and I. So we have some resources. If you email me, you can email me, Cindy at happentoyourcareer.com. I always got the good stuff to give you. If you want to CC Kate at happen to your career too, give her a big shout out. You most certainly can. But I have some resources where you can kind of just start, right? And I think starting with strengths is always the best thing. So figuring out how did I get to be so awesome at the things that I am awesome at? Well, your strengths are kind of the first piece of that puzzle. So I'm going to give you that piece of the puzzle. I'm going to give you a couple more pieces of the puzzle too. It depends. We've got a couple um, of episodes as well on, on the podcast that we can share that might be helpful to some people. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So awesome. Kate, this has been super amazing. I always appreciate talking with you and I, I know you get it. Yep. I know you get it too. Always a great time, Cindy. Talk to you soon, Kate. All right. Bye.